You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is Pax What She Said. Now, here's Perry Goldstein and Maggie Loney. Or we we kind of we started with defense and then we we, we found our way into offense. So maybe let's let's go back to the defense a little bit. I I hate to say that like I, I don't like putting this on penalties, right? Because penalties are gonna happen. I actually thought this was like a fairly clean game from both sides. But like I do think that this looks different if three sacks aren't negated, right? Darnell I didn't I fine with whatever Rasul did. I thought the the holding call on Savage was really weak, to be quite honest with you. So there were moments, right? This pass rush, if you want to say look, I'll start with something positive. This pass rush is doing his job, right? Stepping up. Rashawn Gary is a monster. Preston is playing great. Kenny Clark is having maybe the best season of his career so far. So this front is doing exactly what it needs to. Even John Reed, like what a find in free agency. But you can only do so much if your DBs aren't covering properly, right? Like you cannot put all of this on the pass rush. I know we had just talked about it earlier, but there's like a disconnect between the two sides of this defense right now and I feel like so much pressure is being haha pressure I didn't even mean that (laughs) is being put on the front to like just get home and end drives and I think what's so interesting is like when we when we did all of our analysis of this defense and the strengths like nine out of ten people would have said it's the secondary like find the weak spot in the secondary we talked about Mm -hmm. it we thought like you know, you got Eric Stokes coming into his sophomore season after a rookie campaign that far exceeded our expectations. Jair's coming back healthy. Rasul had like a Pro Bowl alternate kind of season. He led the team in interceptions. Like we knew what this defense could be. And then they've just, they've come out so flat. And I think, again, part of that goes back to what we talked about at the top of the show, where it's just, I don't think these guys are being put in positions where yeah. they're the most successful and having them play off man 
like eight yards off the line is one of the surest ways to get them beat because that's that's not who they are or what they do and it seems like there's also been like communication errors yeah. it's it seems like there's always like a blown a blown play and the Packers to be fair didn't give up like that many explosives yes they got beat on crossers and things but Saquon had his two big plays and that was like that was it it was mostly like death by a thousand paper cuts for this defense and they were just getting so gassed but every time there's like a first down or you know it's like third and 12 and you give up 13 like everybody looks at each other like there's like who are we trying to yeah like what like where does the blame go and I think that's just so dysfunctional for a defense that you know should have the ability to be so much better and like I think that goes on the coach right like miscommunication between the guys is simply is likely miscommunication from what the call is from the coach so I'm not ready to write off Barry um, I think it's like too early in the season and the Packers defense has shown flashes of greatness this season, like what they've been able to do to some opposing offenses. But it's again, it's very similar to offense. I think like you go into this game, you knew Saquon Barkley, right? And you know that Daniel Jones, he's gimpy, but Daniel Jones can run. And Daniel Jones can really only throw the ball when he's like rolling out or on like a boot, right? Like Daniel Jones can't sit in the pocket and throw the ball downfield. So you kind of have a handful of things that you need to pay attention for. I think they did actually a pretty nice job with Saquon. He had the one, you know, real explosive, but it's Saquon and he's going to do that. Um, That was also looked like a little bit of a missed assignment on that, but thanks. Thankful for Adrian Amos. But like, Daniel Jones is on a hurt ankle. He's still able to pick up first downs on you. Like, why is somebody not on assignment on him? Like, why is he still being able to roll out? I just, a lot of the time I'm like, you guys, you know what they do well. They have no offensive weapons. If you watch the tape, you know what the Giants do well, because I am sitting on the couch here knowing exactly what they're going to do. And I think I talked about this with Andy, and I think it's like the perfect way to describe this Packers defense is Packers defense is also predictable, right? Mm-hmm. If if I know what the Giants offense is going to do, I'm pretty sure Dable and his staff know exactly what the this Packers defense is going to do because they're going to come out and they're going to be in their too high shell and they're going to do the same thing and they never blitz and they don't do anything exotic or fun. And I know Matt LaFleur said he actually told Barry not to do anything exotic because they were worried about Saquon, but like they don't respect the certain like pre-snap pressure looks because the Packers never send more than four. Like there's just a lot of things that the defense is doing. It's super, super predictable. And that doesn't like, they're watching tape on you too. So they're going to be able to counter punch you really well. And I think honestly, the giants were able to do that. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Yeah. And to your point about, you know, Daniel Jones and knowing like the strengths of how he operates his game, 
you drafted Quay Walker, who's like the most athletic inside linebacker the Packers have seen in decades. You saw what he did to save a touchdown against Justin Fields in week two. Why are you not just like, why isn't he just a spy in the middle of the defense, like on third and long situations? Like, and then if Daniel rolls out, you send Quay after him. And he's one of like the handful of guys who can probably catch him with the speed, with the speed. Like, I don't know. And I agree with you that I'm not like ready to give up on Joe Barry. It's just, it feels like we have the same conversation every season. And regardless of who's been the defensive coordinator or who the the pieces have been like, we're at a point now where we feel like the last couple seasons, the Packers have had the pieces. We like the scheme that Matt LaFleur runs Aaron Rodgers when he executes the offense, the way that it's supposed to be executed. Like why can't this team? And again, if we had the answer to this, we would be in 1265 and the Packers (laughs) would have more Super Bowls. but why can't this team just play a complete game? And why can't all three phases play a complete game at the same time? It's always the defense coming up clutch in a key moment to like stop going into overtime. It's the Packers offense moving the chains in overtime when they finally, you know, can put a drive together. It's special teams downing a punt at the two to make an opposing offense work. Like, why can't this just happen like organically? Yeah. Like I, <laughs> I don't know. Tired. It does make tired. It, it's games that shouldn't be so difficult end up being really, really difficult. Yeah. Um, and that's what I'm worried about next weekend. And I never thought I would say that because it's the Jets. Um, do you like have like okay? We we've <laughs> gone through a lot of concerns today, and I think they're all valid. Um, we will watch for them right as the rest of the season rolls along. Is there one in particular when you like think of this season and what could like? potentially derail this season what that main issue is I think my main concern is on defense because I I think we talked about the offense and I think that they'll put things together but yeah I think it's just the defense not playing up to their potential and I guess like where where does that fall is it this the scheme like is it the way that Joe Barry is is executing is it the players not executing their assignments like I think the defense is the concern here because I think the offense has the potential and we've seen in games, like I will say that the one positive takeaway I had from this game, there were a couple, but one of the positives, no turnovers, yeah. right? Like, like that was, that was what we wanted to see. We wanted to see them protect the football a little better and they did do that. So well, minus Amari almost. Well, you know, <laughs> Sorry. go down on the stat sheets. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So technically that's okay. But like, as far as the offense, like, you know, we've talked about how they can take points off the board because of all the turnovers. So there's things that they're cleaning up and, but it's just, it's like, it's like this whole team is just like one step forward and two steps back. And it's just getting to be too late in the season for you to do that. And Aaron Rodgers said last week, like, Hey, this is an unsustainable way for us to win games. And then they ran into it this week with the giants. And we were like, Hey, yeah, look, it was exactly what you said the week before. So for them to acknowledge it and know it, I think that's maybe my biggest concern. It's not a phase of the game. It's you're acknowledging that you're making mistakes. You're acknowledging what the problem is, but you're not finding the solution to the problem. So at what point do you run out of chances to find a solution? Definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting to watch Packers games. Yeah, (laughs) literally and expecting different results. I think my biggest concern is also not like related to an actual phase of the game, but just like, 
do these guys have faith in themselves? Do they have faith in each other? I I just I know it's a it's a it's a weird like middle ground between a rebuild because it's not really a rebuild. You still have twelve and you still got the defense, but you got a lot of new faith. Like, do you have faith in each other? Like, what was that locker room like? Right? What was that plane ride like? Because I'm still waiting for someone to be like, we are the Green Bay effing Packers. We are a winning organization. We are a winning group of players. And we are not going to continue to play like this anymore. And I I don't feel that from them. 2400 Sports is an Odyssey company. 